Hello, everybody, and welcome to Love of the Field Leadership. My name is Dr. Rachel Gallardo, and as always, I'm very excited, very thankful that you have decided to tune in to this episode. And we are going to be talking about one-on-ones. It's one of those things that leaders are not very good at holding to. Um, there's always something that comes up. We always get too busy, but I'm going to kind of walk you through, number one, what your one-on-one should look like, what you can talk about and things like that. So hopefully this will give you some information that'll be really helpful for you with your teams. Um, For those of you that are new, the whole purpose of our podcast is to give you pieces of information, give you tools um, that you can use. So that way, when you encounter challenges in the work environment, you'll have these tools in your back pocket to use um, for whatever it is you might be dealing with. I really and truly believe that workplace burnout is real. And anything that we can do to reduce burnout and fatigue in our leadership roles, ultimately, not only will have a positive impact on us and make us more effective leaders, but it'll also have a positive impact on our team. Um, If this is not your first episode, then welcome back. You must enjoy it being here. So be sure to let everybody and anybody know um, that that the podcast is here. Um, Put a comment on there, put some feedback on there. I would love to know what you guys think about this. And ultimately, my topics are generated from you. So the more information you can give me, the better. Um, I really do believe that leadership is a journey. We don't have to do this alone. So the more we can kind of come together and um, work through all of these things, the better it, it is for everybody. So a couple of questions to think about for our topic today. Number one, how well do you know your employees outside of the work environment? Number two, Do you have intentional focused time with your employees? And number three, when you do interact with your employees, is this interaction more transactional or is it more transformational? So we're going to, we're going to kind of touch base on all three of these questions. I want them to kind of linger in the back of your mind, let them marinate for just a little bit. Um, Because I think depending upon who you are as a leader, and what your team is currently going through, you may have to be transactional versus transformational, but there should be, there should be an ebb and flow about it. And like I said, we'll go into more detail of it. Um, For those of you who are aware, or even if you're not aware, um, everything that I do discuss is based upon some sort of scripture or something that's really kind of spoke to me um, just in my own life. And so our topic today comes from Romans 12, four through five. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. And this really spoke to me because while I have one role within my organization where I'm a part of, everything that I do impacts the other areas of the organization. So when we each do our part in communicating with the other parts of the organization, whether that be directly with our teams or even people that are outside of our departments, then we can really truly begin to flourish and the organization then gets better, which um, is just is a better service offering for our customers and things like that. So let's dive right on in. What in the world is a one-on-one? What am I talking about whenever I say one-on-ones? What, what, what is this? A one-on-one is an intentional, deliberate, and focused time between the leader and the employee. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It's an intentional, deliberate, and focused time between the leader and the employee. Usually these one-on-ones should be scheduled in advance. And 
you and the other person. So whenever I say you, I'm talking to all the leaders out there, which hint, hint, everybody is a leader, but basically you should be holding on to these appointments at any cost. I mean, these one-on-ones should be just as valuable as if someone says, um, if you meet me on a biweekly basis on Wednesdays at two o'clock, I will give you a thousand dollars per appointment. If somebody's going to give me a grand to meet with them every other Wednesday at two, I'm going to be there. Now, as leaders, we know that that's not really possible unless you're a consultant and that's a whole nother conversation, but, and you're a pretty, pretty well-paid consultant at that, but um, they should be, they should have that much value. You know, it, it should be something that is very intentional that you look forward to, that you have a plan for, and no matter what you're going to, you're going to have that time with that employee. Now you can have these conversations in your office, in their office. It could be something where the two of you meet for coffee. Maybe it's a walking meeting. Um, If you work in a remote fashion, then maybe you have these via Zoom. It doesn't matter where these intentional meetings happen, as long as they're happening. And from a leadership standpoint, I want you to know that whenever you show that you make time for your employees, it really and truly shows that you value them. So we can always reprint more money. You know, the government likes to do that all the time, but we cannot add more time to our life. So there are some things that if we're low on, we can just make more or buy more or create more. But time is one of those things that that is finite. We only get a certain number of heartbeats. um, And each time you neglect to meet with somebody whenever you say that you would, then that's something that that person could have scheduled to do something else. So you want to make sure that these heartbeats, these breaths that we take, that they are very intentional. And then if you make an appointment with somebody, um, that you stick to it. Okay. Having the ability to do this, number one, it is a privilege. And number two, it's also a gift. Okay. For me personally, I really love one-on-ones because it forces me to slow down. It forces me not to reply to that other email or I need to, to do this other project or I need it. It forces me to really and truly take in the moment and to be mindful about this person that is in my life that I really and truly value and I really and truly appreciate. Um, and I can just be all in with this individual. Um, for those of you that are football fans, um, quarterbacks that really effective quarterbacks have this ability to just focus on the moment and they have the ability to kind of slow time down. Even if the, the game is, you know, two minutes left and you know, everything is on the line, but they have the ability to just kind of, of slow things down and really take it one moment at the next. They're able to stay calm, cool, and collective. And that's that's what makes your greatest quarterbacks the most effective. From a leadership standpoint, whenever we take the time to really slow down and invest and really engage with the other person, that's going to help us, again, to slow down. But it's going to help us make sure that we're seeing the whole person not just Bob in accounting or Sue in IT or et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Now I know for some of you, this is an absolutely terrifying thought and I can already hear the screaming coming through your devices as you're listening to this. Rachel, I have so much to do. I get it. But you know what? Your role as a leader is to connect with people and to empower them. Let me say that again. Your role as a leader is to connect with people and empower them. If you're not doing this because you are so busy in the to-do list, then we need to get to a point where we shift your mindset and we can really look at what the important things of a leader really and truly are. Being an effective leader is not how many emails that you respond to in any given day. 
It's, are you connecting with people? Are you empowering them? Are you challenging them? Are you holding them accountable? Are you giving them grace? Are you doing all of these things that are going to build the person up, give them roots, but then also give them wings? Now, some of you maybe are not on the, uh, I have so much to-do list, but maybe you're saying, oh, I just, I don't have the time. Let me tell you something. You don't have the time to not do this. Connecting with people and communicating with them should be a top priority. And I'm not saying to do this every day because, you know, we, we have our day-to-day -day responsibilities we have to do. We do have projects we have to respond to. We've got customers to get to, but setting a one-on-one, -on -one, if it's a, a, on a consistent basis, really and truly should be a priority. We need to make the time. And time is one of those things where you can really and truly tell what somebody values versus what they choose to spend their time and their money on. So if you're not spending your time investing and valuing your employees, then stop and take a look at what you are spending your time on. And let me ask you this, is it fruitful? Because if it's not fruitful, you shouldn't be doing it. Okay. And then some of you maybe, okay, I don't have that much to do. I can, I can make the time I can fit it all in, but what in the world am I going to talk about? Well, that's what where the rest of this episode is going to come in. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to feel really weird. It's going to feel weird, really awkward, but I want you to work through the weird. And I want for you to keep doing it, keep working through it until it's no longer weird. Okay. Now, before we get to the, what should you talk about topic? Let's talk about how often these one-on-ones should happen. To be honest, the truthful answer to this, as often as you need for them to happen, that's how often they need to be happening. If you have an employee that you know is really and truly struggling with something, then maybe it needs to be every week. But if you've got an employee that is flourishing and thriving, maybe it's just a biweekly thing or even a once a month thing. But it should happen enough such that you can stay connected with your employee, but you're not hovering over them. No micromanagement, okay? They should feel like they know what is going on and you know what is going on, but neither one of you are trying to control um, how much is done or when it's done. And there's just, there's no, there's no hovering occurring. Okay. So a good rule of thumb is once a week or once every other week, but at a minimum, you really and truly should be meeting with your employee focus meeting time once a month. I'm not talking about whenever you see them in your regular operational meetings. I'm not talking about you saying hello in the hallway. That's not a one-on-one. -on -one. But it should be focused time, and it and in this way, it is a lot more personal. You can't build relationships if you don't take the time to make those connections, and making connections requires an element of intention intentionality. So if you don't, if you're not intentional with it, the opportunity to build these meaningful relationships is going to be lost. Um, if you're, you know, really and truly being intentional with your spouse, that's a relationship that you value. You're pouring into your spouse and the relationship flourish flourishes. If you're pouring into your children, those relationships can flourish. The same thing is true from our work relationships too. Okay. And then the third thing, so let's, let's finally get to what I know a lot of you are probably thinking about Rachel, what in the world am I going to talk about? So, okay, I've, I've cleared out my calendar. I've committed to it. I've pushed some things aside. I want to be intentional about it. But then whenever they come to my office, what am I just going to sit there for 15 minutes? No. So let me give you a general rule of thumb. And this, there should be some sort of ebb and flow to it. So this is not a cookie cutter, absolutely have to meet this mark kind of thing. But maybe this just kind of gets the wheels turning a little bit for what it is that you can do with your team. So when you meet with them, they should be about 70% transactional and 30% transformational. So here's what I mean. 
If you're doing a 70 cent, 70% transactional one-on-one -on -one meeting, this is where we talk about the to-do list. Where are we at on this particular project? How did it go with that customer? Um, what are your thoughts on this particular item? There's a new policy that's coming in. Um, so you're still crossing things off of a list. You're hearing from them. Um, you're getting their feedback on things. You're getting their perspective on things. And you're just, you're collecting data. You're getting, you're getting all sorts of information about the person. Um, it's helping you from a leadership perspective with logistics and strategy and SWOT analysis. Um, it might, you know, clue your, your ear in on something from a business operations that, that needs to be um, changed, or maybe there's an area within your organization that needs to be improved upon. Um, or you might even be able to identify a gap or something that's happening really well. But these transactional discussions in your one-on-one, -on -one, this is where this information can be really valuable. And this is also a good place for you to let the employee know, well, next time maybe you should do X, Y, and Z. Or, oh, well, if the customer brings this to your attention, don't forget that we have this other supplemental item that can help. So that's a good way for you to, to just kind of give them additional information to support them and help them do, them do their job just a little bit better. And you are focused on the business and, and teams, the team strategy and things like that. But 30% of your conversation should be more transformational. And whenever we look at this transformational component of it, I'm going to break this 30% down even further. So 20% of this transformational discussion should be focused on their professional development. And 10% should be focused just strictly on the person. Okay. So when we talk about the professional development, that 20%, these are general questions of, so where do you want to be in a year, three years? Um, is there another department maybe that you're interested in? Um, are you interested in a leadership position? Are you looking to change jobs, change industries? You know, you mentioned that you wanted to retire a few years back. Are you still kind of moving in that direction? So asking those sorts of questions and granted the, the employee doesn't have to tell you anything. So, I mean, I want to be fully clear about that. They don't have to say a word. They could say, oh, nope, everything is fine. And then turn in their resignation the next week, right? And some of that is depending upon the organization that you work in. It could also be dependent upon if that person is comfortable with you. So there's a lot of variables that I'm not really accounting for here. But general rule of thumb, if you typically ask somebody, hey, are you interested in a leadership position? They're probably going to tell you yes or no. And they're probably going to have really good reasons for why their yes is a yes and their no is a no. So just something to think about. And then that other 10%, ask them how their life is going outside of work. Hey, you know, how is that, that hobby of yours going? How's their mental and physical health? What did you do over the weekend? You know, oh, you know, I know that your, your wife is, is having a baby in November. How is she doing? How is she feeling? And, you know, it, it's helpful to have some of those conversations with people. It's helpful to know where people are at with their life. Um, effective leadership sees the whole person, not just the employee that shows up to do their job. We all put on different hats whenever we leave. So whenever I leave work, I put on a different hat. And then when I walk in the door to my home, I, there's, there's, there's a totally different hat than whenever I'm at work, right? And if we as leaders don't recognize that this one individual wears multiple hats, um, we're going to just, we're just so oh, going to miss it. We're going to miss it. And you don't want to miss it. And that's why these one-on-one -on -one conversations can be really helpful. Um, you're building a relationship, you're building a connection, you're establishing a rapport. And ultimately, people want to be heard. And if they feel like you're listening to them, 
that you're hearing them out and there's a proper exchange of dialogue, then that can go so, so far for a healthy work environment. So I know that this is just a small little nugget of information, but again, I really want to challenge you that if you're not doing these one-on-ones, they really and truly can help you connect with your employees. Um, and I, I get it that there's a lot of transactional items that can occur, but people need to know that you care about them. And if the employees don't follow you as a leader, then they won't feel like they have a relationship with you. Um, well, usually they don't feel, they don't, they don't have that connection with you. So they're not willing to really be the, and have you in that leadership capacity. Okay. And I just, I want for everybody to be as effective as possible, but I also want for us to value people. Um, and quite frankly, from a leadership standpoint, you'll wear yourself out trying to get it all done instead of working through other people and helping them to use their gifts to advance the goals of the team. You as a leader cannot do it all. And the more you get to know your team, the more that you understand your team, the more your team will be able to be effective. So that's all I got for today. Um, if you liked what you heard, then again, hit the subscribe button, share it with somebody, share it with anybody and everybody that will possibly listen. Um, we are found on Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon. So if you know somebody that wants to improve in their leadership, please let them know. Um, and also you can follow me on Instagram. So at Level of Field Leadership, I do try to post positive and consistent content related to leadership that you can add to your tool belt. So whenever you're on your lunch break and you're just kind of scrolling through things, um, there's a lot of negativity that's out there in social media land. And hopefully the stuff that I post um, with LTF leadership will help you see things a little bit more positively than some of the other stuff that's out there. Remember, you are made to be a leader right where you are, no matter where you're leading. Take care of yourself. Take care of your team. You can 100% do this. And until next time.